Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 24th episode of Thea's Tea. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back, everybody. So for this week's episode, I am really excited for the tea. So story time of the mug, which warms my heart so much. The other day, I posted on my Finsta, letting everybody know that if they ever wanted to give me some sort of gift, they could give me mugs so that I could spread my collection for the podcast. And, you know, it's just something that I've really been loving recently. And then that same week, my mom came home the other day and she had bought me a mug <laughs> and I was just so heartwarmed, so happy. It's this really cool mug which is red, a very bold, fun color which I love and it's really cool also because on the inside it's like a green teal kind of color. So I've absolutely been loving it. I'm really happy and I was talking to my mom the other day about how I want to have a really nice sort of plates and mugs collection where I want everything to be really unique. Like I want to have a bunch of different mugs and have each one be totally original authentic and like have just a really diverse collection so she was like when you move out you can take this mug with you it's the first one in your collection and I was just so 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 happy to hear that as for the tea it is this lemon ginger tea which thinking about it properly now I probably should have saved it for when I'm sick <laughs> but hey you know I wanted to give it a try it definitely does taste like what you would expect it to taste I feel like it would be really good with a sore throat which I do not have at the moment but yeah i think the flavor is still pretty good okay so for my life update i have quite a few things i want to talk about so let's get started the first one is i have this friend sarah and every two weeks we do a video call to kind of catch up on our lives tell each other what's new and everything and each month i like plan out my goals what do i want to achieve and i like reflect on the past month and i decided to tell her you know that what i was doing and ask her if she wanted to join me in that process and kind of like be each other's sponsors in a way i guess and just share our goals talk about what we want to achieve and kind of like hold each other accountable and be there for support and everything and that was a really big step for me because I don't tend to do that with friends that often I don't feel comfortable kind of like talking about my ambitions and everything because you know it just makes you that much more responsible to actually achieve them and it puts a bit more pressure but that's important and you need to find the right person to do that with and you know Sarah has proven to me that she's a really good friend that she's here for my wins but also for my losses and to just support me throughout the whole way and understand kind of like my journey so we did that exercise together and it was so amazing for me to share what I wanted to say but also to listen to her I just think it was such an enriching space and I definitely suggest that you guys give it a shot if you have a friend that you feel could genuinely support you kind of share what you want for your life what your goals are your weaknesses your strengths it's really important to be vulnerable in that sense because it can strengthen a relationship so much and yeah I wanted to talk a bit about that because it made me really happy and I really enjoyed it so I feel like I'm more motivated and I'm just on a bit of a better journey towards achieving my goals and feeling like I can do it just kind of like believing in myself a bit more because I know that there's somebody else who does it the next thing I wanted to talk about is that the other week okay I think I could actually make a podcast where I just talk about the movies I watch and reflect on them because I could hold up a pretty good conversation honestly but anyways I watched Eat Pray Love and it was the first time I ever did it I watched it with my mom and she has seen it like six times already and there was a really interesting point that left me thinking and it 
was when she was in Italy and these Italian men were criticizing Americans because they said that they were very much like go 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 a lot of that hustle culture and that they couldn't enjoy simple things and kind of like enjoy relaxing and I felt personally attacked <laughs> even though I am not American I definitely do feel like I have that culture and I feel guilty sometimes although I'm working on it when I do nothing and I think I kind of got to a point where I taught myself that stressing was cool and that having a lot of things on my plate made me cool, made me worthy and I felt that pressure. Don't get me wrong, I love most of what I do but it definitely makes me feel like I need to be stressed in order to be valid in some type of way. So I think that was just a really important message and you know it's just as important to be able to enjoy doing nothing because if you think about it, if you're not able to enjoy doing nothing, it's because you have these demons inside you or because you don't like yourself that much up to the point where you can just spend time with yourself and enjoy it. So I think that was definitely an interesting point and I really hope that I can start cultivating that a bit more and just being able to kick things down a notch and take it slow without feeling bad. Also wanted to mention something really funny that happened. So a couple of weeks ago I slept in and my phone had died so my alarm did not go off and I didn't wake up and my sister came in a bit later in my room and she was like hey why aren't you up and at first I got really really pissed at her because I was like I am up every single day before you. How did you not realize this? Why did you come and wake me up so late? And then, you know, so I just clinged on to that kind of like rage and I took it out on her for a while. But then I realized, you know, it's your fault. You're the one who overslept. You're the one who didn't plug your phone in properly last night. And what your sister did was just a way to help you. So you can't be angry at her because if she hadn't come in at that time, you still would have been sleeping and you probably would have slept all the way through school. So... I kind of like realized that and I realized that in that moment where I was so sad because I didn't wake up on time, the easiest thing for me to do was to blame her. And so I did that, but then I realized that I was wrong and I kind of like took accountability for myself. And this week, the same thing happened, but we reversed roles. So my sister hadn't gotten up and then I went to her room and I was like, hey, are you gonna like get up for school today or what's up? And she had overslept. So then it was the same exact situation at first she got really pissed at me and I was like it's not my fault I just came in here to check and I realized that you hadn't gotten up you know this is usually the time that we say hello to each other in the morning so I was just following my routine and it was really interesting to see how we had reversed roles and at first she kind of like did hold that grudge but then she did the same thing I did and it was realized that it was also her fault and that she did have to take accountability so I think that was really interesting because we both learned lessons from it and you know it's also a message to anybody who's listening that when something bad happens we tend to want to blame other people because we don't want to assume responsibility for ourselves so yeah that was a fun little anecdote which I thought was really really interesting because we literally just switched roles I've also been doing a little bit of thinking and it is that nothing worth it in life comes easy and I know this is advice you hear all the time but it had taken me a while to realize that because with a lot of things in my life and achievements you know I accomplish these things and it's like a voice in my head is telling me yeah but that was what you had to do you owe it to yourself to 
do these achievements. You owe it to yourself to win these prizes, you know? Like, if you don't do it, that's a problem. But if you do do it, that's what you're expected. And it's what I expect myself to do. It's not anybody else. But it's just really weird because I got to the point where I wasn't able to appreciate things that happened to me. Recently, I've been learning to celebrate every little thing. Every good grade, every title I gain, every accomplishment, you know? Everything is worth celebrating because it's not meant to come easy. You can't just like expect these things to always be there or kind of take them for granted. You know, it all takes hard work and there are so many people competing for a same thing. So if you get it, you're really lucky and you should celebrate that instead of beating yourself up because it's what you had to do. It's kind of like a struggle I've been having. So I'm really glad that I am progressing with that and being more self-compassionate and loving myself and appreciating myself a bit more so if you struggle with that i suggest you kind of make that shift in the way you look at things recently in my house we started this project where whoever leaves the lights on when she leaves a room will have to pay a small fee and we're going to collect that money and buy a pizza with it so it has been really interesting because my mom at first was like there you're probably going to be the one to pay less and that has not been the case i have realized that there are so many occasions in which I leave the lights on and I don't even remember <laughs> and that has been really interesting because I'm the treasurer and it would be very easy for me to go corrupt but that has not been the case I've been holding myself accountable every little thing I've just been paying and you know it's it's, it's been hurting my wallet <laughs> but you know it's the right thing to do and my sister at first wasn't really on board with the activity because she was like if we know that something good is going to come out of it like buying a pizza then we'll just want to spend money and leave the lights on so that we can get that pizza but i was like okay i do love pizza but my hatred towards having to spend money on things which i don't want to is much 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 stronger and it hurts me more to have to spend money than the love that i feel for eating pizza you know um so I mean, I guess she does have a point, but I don't really see it that way. Anyway, we forced her to <laughs> forced her to participate as well. It's just been a really interesting experience. It's fun to like kind of see each other, you know, leave the lights on and remind each other to pay. It's just it's just been fun and I think it's brought us a bit closer. So I'll keep you guys updated if we manage to get that pizza. <laughs> and lastly, for the weekly update is that this week quarantine was lifted for everybody where I live and I went out a couple of times, which was crazy because I felt super guilty for doing that. Now, mind you, throughout the whole process of quarantine, I was probably one of the most cautious people in my friend group. I mean, a bunch of my friends were meeting each other regularly and stuff, whereas I didn't do that so often. And, you know, I had been following all the guidelines when the rules were to stay at home and now that they're not i've been like okay i can go out i've gone out with my family and been responsible in doing so and cautious but i still managed to feel bad and a lot of my friends were just like saying through the group chat how they felt like it was irresponsible like we had to take care of ourselves like it still wasn't safe and i was just thinking to myself like you know you didn't follow the different rules that were in place and now you want to hold everybody accountable like <laughs> I don't know, it's a really tricky situation, but I felt guilty going out. And yes, I know I still don't have any obligation to go out, but I think I kind of like owe it to myself. I've been inside for such a long time and I want to go out. I need to learn to interact with other people in this new world and how to apply all of the restrictions and everything. So I still do need that practice and that social interaction, but it's crazy how I was like guilt tripped into feeling bad about that. So yeah, you know, I've, I've talked to a couple of people and they've told me like, hey, 
we know you're responsible don't feel bad about it just keep doing you and don't worry about what other people will say but that was just uh, it stressed me out a lot even though i did have a really good time going out Today's conversation is all about growing up. So I am going to be talking about these sudden changes that have popped up in my life, just really things that came up unexpectedly. And I wanted to talk about how I lived that transition and how I had to adapt to all of these new things that were happening to me and that I never really knew were coming. Things that aren't in a handbook people you don't usually talk about and just stuff that kind of like troubled me for a while and that I didn't know how to react to so I thought this conversation would be really interesting to have and I'm not going to be talking about like puberty or stuff like that just more responsibilities that come with this and we all know that growing up brings so many new responsibilities and a lot of them I had thought about but again there were many that I didn't know existed and it took me a while to grasp them understand them and realize that I would have to start acting in a different way. So today's episode will be centered on kind of like how this all happened. You'll see that I got into a little bit of a messy situation. So I want to talk about what I think led up to that and why I felt like so confused and how all of this kind of like took advantage of me and kind of caught up with me in this snowball. So yeah, I kind of like reflect on how that happened, why it occurred in that way, and also where I can go to taking account all of this information, what I've learned, if I have any advice for people who are maybe approaching this transition. Because honestly, I feel like all of this is a very big topic that isn't really talked about, you know, with my friends and, you know, in different households and, you know, different people. I've just kind of like tried to look around in different situations. And I feel like many of these things are unspoken and I wanted to shed a light on all of this and share as I said my experience and how I coped with all of this in case anybody relates. So let's talk about how I got here. A couple of years ago I would say starting back in 2018 I started getting involved in a lot of things a lot of extracurricular activities and you know socializing with friends so that led me to spend a lot of time outside of my house And, you know, I was just always doing something. I was in robotics or I was hanging out with friends or I had things to do for school. You know, a lot of things were happening, you know, like many teenagers are living, you know, at this time, at this stage of their life. So I was kind of like stepping out of my shell and spending more time outside than my sister because my sister was still a bit younger. So she had more time like home with my mother. So this is my theory. This is what I think led me to a bit of a mess where I was just growing up and new responsibilities were catching up with me that I didn't quite understand. So I think that maybe I missed certain discussions. Maybe when my mom and my sister were spending time together, they reached certain agreements and established things that I just missed because I see that sometimes she knows things that I don't. And it's kind of weird because I'm older than her. So if there are any responsibilities, I should have acquired them first. So my theory to justify that is maybe since I was spending so much time outside, 
I maybe missed a couple of these important things and establishments and conversations where my mom was like, hey, you're growing up, so now you're going to have to be in charge of this. You're going to have to take care of this and stuff like that because I honestly cannot recall those types of conversations. And as I said, it's things that I see my sister taking care of and I'm just like, when did you know? <laughs> so that is kind of like a theory that I have in one sense. And the other theory that I think maybe could be applied is that maybe these things are just unspoken agreements. Maybe conversations weren't necessary. Maybe talks were not held. Maybe it's just things people assume you already know. And as I said, this can get really tricky because there were lots of things that I was unaware of. And I was like, oh, I have to start taking care of this? Hmm, interesting. But like, since when? When did this start? How did this change happen? So if they were unspoken agreements, I guess I just kind of like expected one day my mom to walk up to me and be like, hey, let's have a seat. You know, you're growing up now. You're going to have to start taking care of all of these things. We're going to start delegating more stuff. You're going to have to take more responsibility. And I guess I was just expecting really clear laid out foundations, you know, like a, a timetable or a to-do list or just really clear specific things that I could follow but it's not like that and even to this day that I'm aware of these responsibilities it's not like we have a perfect timetable it's just kind of like sometimes I'll pitch in with this and my sister will pitch in with that and it's not such a rigid distribution at least in my household so I don't think like that specific outline of everything I would have to do could have been provided from the beginning but I don't know, I guess I was just still expecting like that really clear conversation and a day where like things would very clearly change for me where it would be like, okay, from this day on, you are going to have to do this every so often and you know, it works like this and this and you're going to have to think about this and make sure you do this and just like a really in-depth tutorial where I'd be like, okay, yes, I fully understand. I know what I need to do and I will start doing it. But that was not the case. <laughs> and no hate to anybody. I do not want to sound like disrespectful. But in both of those scenarios, I guess it's kind of my fault. In the first one, if I spent a lot of time outside, then it should have been my responsibility to be like, hey, what did you guys talk about? Did I miss anything? And kind of like just take care of that myself and not expect the people who were at home to just tell me everything I should have taken a bit more of leadership in that sense and in the other scenario if I saw people doing things that I didn't know then I should have asked about it you know I guess I kind of just took advantage of my comfort and tried ignoring things a bit longer but if I saw that people kind of like knew what they were supposed to do and I didn't then that should have pushed me to ask about it. So we'll talk a bit more about what I learned in depth later on, but those are kind of like two observations that I wanted to make specifically at this point. So another thing that I wanted to talk about was privilege, and I just want to make this a bit of a disclaimer. I am aware that, you know, in the household I'm in, in the class that I'm in, I have so many privileges and the struggles that I'm talking about today of like, oh, I didn't know I had to do this in my house are absolutely nothing in comparison to what other people my age in different parts of the world and different socioeconomic situations have to go through. And I do not want to sound like a spoiled brat. <laughs> 
but again i still just wanted to kind of like talk through all of this untangle the mess that i feel like i've gotten myself into give advice to people who could be confronting this in the future and just kind of like provide a set of guidelines which i think i would have liked to know but again i do not want this to sound like it's the end of the world for me it's been a bit of a confusion that i've been dealing with but i recognize that some people's struggles are so much bigger than mine and i don't want to act like I ignore that you know because I'm aware of it so I just wanted to make that disclaimer and lastly for this kind of like introduction point about the situation and what brought me here is that once I realized that I had these responsibilities and once my mom was like hey you have to start doing this yourself which I want to make a little bit of clarification you know it was just kind of like she would notice something that I was doing and be like hey you know you have to take care of this and that's kind of like what I said before. I said that I wanted clear things to be said, but I was reluctant to accept it when that was happening because I was like, wait, when did this change happen? How come I have to start taking care about it now? Can you give me an in-depth tutorial on how to do it? How come I didn't know? How come I missed the day where there was a growing up 101 session where you explained all of these things, you know? That's just how I felt. I felt pretty overwhelmed. Even if my mom was just telling me about one task, I was like, okay, it's one task, but how many other tasks am I completely overlooking? And how long is it going to take me to adapt all of that into my day-to-day -day life? So it just it snowballed a lot in my head. And something that happens a lot with perfectionists is that we tend to have an all or nothing mindset. So I was like, okay, if I can't do it perfectly, then I may as well not do it at all. Which meant that it took me a while to be able to drill these things in my head. So even when I did know exactly what I needed to do, I tried to ignore it for the longest time. And I was just so reluctant to it because I felt like I wouldn't be able to do it well or to do it consistently. Or I was just, I guess insecure about so many things that I prefer to just push it aside so that really comes in with being a bit stubborn and not wanting to change your life in certain ways so yeah you know as you may have been able to tell it got into a bit of a messy situation I feel like and it has taken me a couple of steps to start untangling all of that now I want to provide a few examples of ways in which I have seen this prevalent and I've talked about like kind of vague examples but I want to share specific concrete things that I've been like oh I'm supposed to take care about this now so the first one is cleaning my bathroom I just expected that to be clean all the time I'm not gonna lie I expected I, I thought that cleaned itself honestly honestly and then my mom was like yeah you should start taking care about this yourself you know I'm not your maid which is totally understandable again this is my privilege speaking you have to take care of your bathroom I take care of my bathroom your sister take care takes care of her bathroom so you have to do that too you know we can all help each other out we can all take care of our own things and that means that the house will be overall cleaner and again at first I was reluctant to this I started spiraling and thinking about all of the adaptations that I would have to make to this and to just be able to keep up with it again I just scared myself out of it and it took me a while to be able to apply it into my routine be able to clean my bathroom consistently do it in a well way you know it just it scared me so much that I put it off for a while but now I realize that you know I have to do it it's my responsibility and I've kind of like learned to manage that but I guess the transition was a bit hard for me to make and for me to distinguish like okay from this day on it's your responsibility there. Okay, you have to take care of this. So yeah, that was kind of like 
the f- one of the first ways in which I saw that happening. The next thing I noticed is that I don't know at what point in time all of my friends starting getting their eyebrows professionally done, okay? <laughs> and I know that seems so weird, but it was it was really random because one day I just heard all of my friends like talking about how they got their eyebrows done and I was just like you you guys do this like when did you make that change when did you start getting it done who told you that you needed to do it you know and my eyebrows are very light so i honestly do not know what my eyebrow situation would look like if i need to get them done or what procedures if you can even call them that i would need to do but it was just really confusing because i was like how does everybody know that they need to start doing this or how does everybody know it's the next step to take and again in my house we don't tend to you know every so often schedule an appointment and get our eyebrows professionally done my sister and my mom just pluck them themselves and that's it but it was really weird for me to see like all of my friends regularly having appointments and i was like how did you know you know my big struggle with all of this was like who told you when was the conference when was the meeting because i just feel like i missed it i felt like everybody knew things that i didn't know and i was so overwhelmed by everything that i didn't know that i didn't ask you know i didn't ask people or ask questions because i was so overwhelmed and i was like how much am i missing you know it was a really confusing situation for me so with that you know even though i do have like very pale eyebrows um i still try and pluck hairs myself which are out of place and stuff and you know that works for now we'll see what i figure out for myself in the future but for now i've kind of like tackled that situation you know people still sometimes do mock my eyebrows but there's nothing i can do and i don't feel like dyeing them because i've like filled them in okay one time i had a ballet presentation and this girl did my makeup and she filled in my eyebrows with such a dark color and i just looked at myself in the mirror and i felt like a monster (laughs) i I felt like i wasn't myself i've just gotten so used to seeing myself with these light eyebrows and i don't have a problem with them i think i'm pretty (laughs) um so like i'm not insecure about that and i also wouldn't want to like develop this image of myself where like i fill in my eyebrows every day and then if somebody were to see me without my eyebrows filled in they would just be like whoa this is a whole other person so yeah in conclusion i'm happy where i am with my eyebrows (laughs) the next task i saw everybody taking care of or my mom expecting me to do was being able to like run errands or call people or email people and kind of like stuff like that which was a bit confusing you know it's like the main thing i guess where i started to see this was when i turned 16 and i started like doing everything to get my driver's license you know was me being able to look over forms be able to sign things call the people there to schedule appointments and stuff and just kind of like take more responsibility over that and when you're little you obviously won't be able to make those calls but when you grow up you do have to do that so it was a bit scary and as we know this generation is full of social anxiety so we hate making calls to strangers (laughs) um so that was a bit of a challenge and you know i still struggle when i have to call people and i'm like what what do you say if i'm calling an employee in a shop do I stop and make small talk and ask them how their day was or do they not want to share or do they not care and how can I be polite but how can I be efficient you know it's just it's a whole struggle also just like sending emails and being really polite in them being 
effective when you're asking for things and knowing like in which situations to do that you know if something doesn't work out if you get a problem with an order or something that the correct step to take is to send an email to a person and also being able to send like thank you emails and stuff like that you know just really managing those types of communication forms which I feel like can be a bit of a struggle at first but I feel like I'm learning how to do that learning how to call people when I'm getting something fixed and not asking my mom to do it emailing teachers and people who give me courses and thanking them and emailing you know different entities when I have problems with their services you know just taking care of that myself and it has been you know it's it's a journey it's not from one day to another that you're gonna be a pro at all of that which is kind of what I was expecting you have to train yourself and learn to do these things little by little also along with that category comes knowing legal documents like when you're traveling learning like all of the forms you need if you're gonna leave the country without your parents and learning like airports themselves have so much you need to know and I've been traveling a lot since I was very young but I still feel like I don't know how to manage that properly and which paper you need for which time and you know it's just kind of confusing and all those like legal forms document stuff are definitely things that I'm gonna need an in-depth guide on don't get me started on taxes I am very scared okay I'm just I'm scared. I'm scared about growing up and all these new responsibilities. The last example that I want to share for this is that a bunch of my friends recently have been emphasizing and kind of like bragging, I want to say, about how they make sure that the gifts they give other people are from their own money. And I have been trying to apply this myself too, but it's just a bit of a struggle because I hate it when people my age say like, oh yeah, this is my money because 90% of the time, it's not your money, it's your parents' money, which they have kindly gifted to you, but you have not worked to get that, you know, here working is illegal until you're 18, even like jobs in shops and stuff, so most of the time that money comes from your parents and they've given it to you, you can administrate it, but it's technically your parents still, so you know, whatever that is, leaving that aside, a lot of people have just been like saying, oh yeah, I manage my own money now and I make sure that, you know, when I give somebody a gift, I want it to come from my pocket and be my gift to them, not my parents' gift to them, which I find pretty cool and I've been trying to do that myself, which is something really interesting that has come along also in quarantine because what I've been doing for the majority of my friends who have had birthdays in quarantine is just getting together, all of us, and finding something to give them and splitting it up. And, you know, I give that money myself. But before it was like, oh, mom, I'm going to a birthday party. And she would give me the money or the present. So it's just, I'm really glad I've been making that shift because, you know, it's my responsibility and definitely does feel better when you give a gift that comes from your own money. So those were the examples I wanted to share. I know they are oddly specific, but I've just been collecting this list throughout a while now and thinking about all of these things which I thought were... A weird shift for me so hopefully that illustrates a bit better what I'm trying to talk about. Knowing all of this I guess now we can talk a bit more about the things that I have learned during this experience. Take this as a conversation from an older sister to a younger sister or brother about everything that I've learned and kind of like what this process has taught me, what to expect, what not to expect and how to adapt to those things. So first of all, I think that I should have been more proactive. As I mentioned a bit before, if I was expecting a conversation and I realized that people were already acting without that conversation, then it's my job to speak up and ask questions. I just let myself get so overwhelmed, but I should have just started by asking what I knew I didn't know. 
So if there was a specific task which I didn't know how to handle, start by asking about that and at least have that under control and kind of trust the process. In the future, if another thing I didn't know about came my way, then I would ask about that. But just not worry about understanding everything at once and thinking that it was all or nothing and take things step by step. The second thing I want to say is that, as I mentioned a bit before also, is everybody says that growing up means more responsibility. And as I said, it came with a lot of responsibilities that I did not expect. But the other thing that I did not expect was that for so many of them to come in at such a young age, you know, I just thought that responsibilities would come at 18. But that's not the case. You know, responsibilities will start coming at a much younger age in varying different ranges, you know, things to do within your house and things to do in school and things to do as a citizen. And all of that will start rolling in quicker than you can imagine. So just be prepared (laughs) and know that it's coming. But I gotta say, I am not mad about it. Weirdly, I like receiving these responsibilities and I like feeling important, like feeling like I have a job, like people can depend on me for whatever that may be, for whatever task it may be. I still like feeling like I'm relevant, like I'm playing an important part and an important role. So I guess I'm happy that I'm kind of like acquiring these new things. When I was younger, I always wanted to grow up and I think all of us did. And many people are disappointed, but I must say that I really have been loving all of these new things that I can be responsible about, take care of, and let other people depend on me. It does come with a lot of pressure and a lot of stress, I will not deny it, but I kind of have liked it, you know, it's the thrill of it all, I guess. It can be a rush of stress, but just take a minute to enjoy the process and be like, hey, you know, I'm growing up and all these beautiful things are coming my way. Just appreciate the things you've done, the things that you are now responsible enough to take care of and enjoy it because things will only get harder as the days come. (laughs) That sounds dark and pessimistic, but you know, adults say that their lives are much harder when they grow up. So just enjoy the little tasks that come every day and appreciate that's what you have to do for that day and like worry about the rest as it comes. The other thing that I want to reiterate is that it is absolutely different in every household and country. Every place has different traditions and kind of like establishments or agreements within their communities, which is totally understandable. I'm speaking from my context, specifically my household, not so much as a country, but just the things that I have lived and I don't want to be insensitive to different cultures and different things or different norms that are established in different places. This is just what I have been through. Different places have different responsibilities at different ages. So I don't want to impose this as the only correct system. I don't want this to be like, oh, if your house doesn't work like this, then it's a bad place, you know? I just want to speak from my experience and the things that I have lived. But I'm aware that The world is a very diverse place and I certainly don't expect everybody's story to be like mine. I just wanted to talk about what I've lived through and hope that it helps any of you and you can learn from the mistakes that I made. To wrap all of that up, I wanted to leave you guys with a couple of main takeaways from this episode. First, growing up brings many surprises and I just wanted to take the time to cover my experience. As I mentioned, there were many unexpected things that kind of were like hurdles thrown in my way and I just wanted to take the time to acknowledge them and talk about them because what I struggled with was feeling that people didn't talk about it and like I was alone in those struggles and everybody just had everything under control and 
now I'm sure that they didn't, <laughs> but I just wanted to take the time to open this conversation and remind you that it's a struggle that I went through and I'm still going through today. If you feel the similar way, then you're not alone. It's a very natural thing to go through. And just knowing that there will be surprises coming your way already puts you like a step ahead because you know something is coming even if you can't explain everything that will pop up you know unexpected things will be happening so yeah just keep that in mind the second thing is that my problem came from expecting something and not calling it out when i didn't see it happen i just relied in this very comfortable position i was in where i didn't have to take care of so many responsibilities and i tried to avoid the thought in the back of my head saying like hey if you don't know this you should ask it so this has also been something that I see in other areas of my life. I kind of like fool myself and trick myself into living this comfortable life when I know there are things I should be taking care of. So this is an invitation to just be true to yourself and act when you know that things are required, not fall into that comfortable slump because it will catch up at some point and snowball into something much worse. Third, today I presented some very mundane examples of me comparing myself with my sister and my friends, but I felt like that was just the best way to reflect the things that I was going through. I felt like those examples are necessary to just illustrate the weird transitions I was going through, and I hope that you related to at least some of them, or else that would be kind of embarrassing for me. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just little things that I've been comparing within my community, which I know is different everywhere. So the fourth thing is that I should definitely just be more aware and be able to act upon things and acknowledge differences. The whole world, as I said, is a very diverse place. So I should be able to know that not every household runs like mine. There really is no right way to do it. And if I seek help in somebody who has a different life than mine, it's okay if they don't have the answers because we've all been through different experiences and brought up in different ways. So maybe their habits and jobs within their house are different to mine and it's okay. I don't have to feel bad about that or get angry at them. It's just me knowing that I'm here on my own journey and we're all just trying to get through life. That's what we're all trying to do and that manifests in very different ways. But, you know, none of us are here alone. We all... Are going through the same thing in very different ways so yeah those are kind of like the main conclusions that i wanted to draw okay time for the weekly favorites this week i bring to you a podcast an online creator and a quote the podcast is called the lavender lifestyle so my last weekly favorite was actually lavender's youtube channel and this week i am going to be talking about her podcast i just love her content so 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 much i think it is amazing in many ways eileen has so much wisdom to spread whether it is in a 15 minute video or in an hour-long podcast episode i am here for it all because she has very much self-growth and self-development oriented content which is something that i'm really interested in at this moment in my life so i have really been enjoying listening to her content she has a very soothing voice and she's just such a mature person and she's so down to earth so grounded anything she has to say i'm here for it and i take everything she says 
as law honestly she just knows so much and i really believe in what she has to say what she has to recommend and what she has to share so she's just a role model for me a big sister a person that i really look up to and you know i think she's got it all under control she's what i aspire to be so if you want a bit more of that sense of having control over your life in some way then I definitely recommend you listen to her podcast and watch her YouTube videos as well because she has so many valuable tips to share. Our online creator is Unjaded Jade, the YouTuber, and I just have to say this woman is what I want to be when I grow up. She is such a free spirit, such a grounded person. She knows what she wants and she knows that she's come to the world to leave it as a better place, which is what she tries to do in everything she does if she sees some type of flaw in the world then she asks herself how she can act to make that better and that is so inspiring to me her content is also kind of oriented towards self-growth and personal development but she just has such important conversations and she inspires me to make changes in my life for instance becoming more minimalist or just doing internships or getting into bike riding just all of these things she does she does them with such passion and it's contagious through the screen i love so many of the perspectives she has because a lot of her videos are just her talking about some topic and i think that what she says is so wise she is very well informed about all the topics she talks about and i think that makes her videos so much more enjoyable and they really leave me thinking when she talks about a certain topic it leaves some it leaves something ringing within my head and it's like okay it's an invitation for me to make this change or act differently or do something and i think that's really important because it's content which inspires me to act which inspires me to do something and i think that's what content should be aimed for so she's doing everything well lastly my quote for this week is by james clear and he says Everyone already knows this is very different from everybody already does this. The fundamentals get overlooked all the time. Don't mistake knowing an idea as a reason to avoid implementing it. You don't need more ideas, you need more actions. That's the quote. So I think that is really wise. <laughs> In this hustle culture, we can often think that what we need is more, 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 more. And a lot of the time, we already know what we should be doing and it's inside of us. We already know the habits that we should be applying and the things that we should be fixing. But we think that doesn't work just because it hasn't worked one time and we automatically need to go outside and find different resources. But if we go back to basics, you know, we'll realize that they're so valuable. If they're cliches, they're cliches for a reason, am I right? <laughs> These phrases, expressions, sayings have stuck around so long because they have helped so many people. And I think that's what's really important. So just don't take anything for granted. And if you feel like something isn't working in your life, I suggest maybe going back to the really, really basic things and seeing if you've missed something there, because that could be the key. Time for this week's review. Friendly reminder, if you have not left a review for my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please do so. It helps me out a lot and I read them at the end of every episode. Or you can leave me a voice message through Anchor, which is linked in the show notes, or send one to my email and I'll feature it in this episode. This week's review is from my friend Mati and she says, I love it. 
five stars. <laughs> Each episode has a very important topic and is filled with knowledge, which I think is so amazing. I really love hearing these words because I try to plan every episode out in a very thoughtful and intentional way. So I hope that definitely reflects in the result. And I try to make sure that the things I do talk about are important and that I'm addressing them in the proper way and that they can impact people who are listening to them. Also, I try and do research when it's necessary and make sure that I'm spreading true things, facts, not misinformation. So I'm really glad that you have been able to tell. And yeah, thanks again, Mati, for all the support, all your kind words. It means so much to me to hear all of your thoughts and what you think about each episode and how it impacts you. So I love you so much and I'm sending you very positive vibes. Well, that's about it for this episode. I would like to clarify that I am not a specialist. Everything I share is based off of my experience and what I've learned. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at Deasti Podcast. I'm very active on there. It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> Whatever your platform lets you do, it would help me out a lot. Because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews here, so if you want to be featured, be my guest. Go ahead and spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email, theastypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with a guest and an additional bonus Q&A every month. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week. Mm -hmm.